This is All India Radio. Life must go on. All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasar presents science serial Life Must Go On based on understanding and managing sustainable development. Let's listen to episode number 33 titled Sustainable Mining. A science popularization institution called Karat Science Foundation in Mumbai organizes every year a science tour in their science tourism activity. This year, they have organized a mining tour in which the public will be shown a demonstration related to sustainable mining and various mines. The tour has been organized to show mines around Dhanbad in Jharkhand state. And onwards their journey, they will have a peep into Chandrapur coal mines so that the public has some idea as to how the open pit mines as well as tunnel type mines of coal and ooze are managed and maintained. How these workers work above and under the ground, whether mining really creates pollution or not, these are important questions to answer. Over to our guide, Sham. Welcome everybody. I'm Sham, the tour conductor and your local guide. I will be with you throughout the tour. As has been mentioned in the printed material provided to you, our main focus would be on seeing mines and particularly the sustainable mining. As somebody said, mining is a destructive act. It is true, but to some extent because you dig the soil ruthlessly, excavate it till the earth bleeds, excavated and dug up places cause accidents. While doing these acts, we pollute the places and surrounding areas. People fall ill and sometimes die because of this pollution. Workers who actually work in the mines and under the mines die due to toxic gases. Sudden gush of water coming in the tunnel, displacement of people due to mining, people who are displaced, not receiving the anticipated value of the land which they have either sold or leased, so on and so forth. Even then, no country has stopped mining. On the contrary, to fulfill the growing needs and wants of the ore and coal Mining activities have gone up several times in the recent past. My friends, this is a small introduction of our science tourism. Follow the rules and regulations of the mines whenever we are visiting the mines. The dictum of the mine is, follow safety rules and you are protected. 
I wish everybody will come out of this tour unscattered. Now I request everybody to board the train, occupy your seats and happy journey. See you at Dhanbad. Thank you. Friends, welcome to the land of mines. Hope you had a smooth journey. Today the PR personnel Mr. Shinivasan from the mines department will have a chat with you and will give the schedule of our tour program. Mr. Shinivasan, please. Hello everybody. We miners always say good day above ground and a good day below ground i may sound a bit poetic but i can't help it since it is in my nature so before i give the information about mining i would like to quote what the miner does for us i quote down below the mountains he has dug trying to make a living for the ones that stayed above deep in the dark fighting the gas and the dust knowing at any time his body could be crushed but with another swing from the hammer another rock he must bust mostly on his belly he did crawl praying to god please don't let this mountain fall and at the end of the day as he slowly rolls towards the light it is one more day that the lord has spared his life and tomorrow will begin another fight and as he slowly goes underground far away from my sight i pray dear god that you will watch over him and bring him back to me in the evening light unquote wonderful wonderful shrinivasan sir in just few lines you have described the life of a miner how dangerous and how fragile it is thank you mr sham that quote was about the miner but what does a coal miner praise every day before he starts the digging operation do you know i quote each dawn as we rise lord we know all too well we face only one thing a pit filled with hell to scratch out a living the best that we can but deep in the heart lies the soul of a man with black covered faces and hard calloused hands we work the dark tunnels unable to stand to labor and toil as we harvest the coals we silently pray lord please harvest our souls how apt the prayer is hmm. this again gives the indication that how the life of miners stretchers and cumbersome no guarantee of life but but always face the fear of death if the workers face such grim situation then why why at all mining is undertaken now that's my question madam papi pet ka sawal hai oh. hmm. as long as hunger is there one has to work since this is their bread and butter this is their livelihood though the job is a skilled one they have to work in mines 
Nonetheless, situations are changing, but no drastic change will occur so soon. Yes, to a certain extent, the life is becoming a bit easier these days because of various facilities provided to them while working in underground mining. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> yes. Sir, I am Vaibhav, mm -hmm. one of the members of this science tourism. Sorry to interrupt, sir. Sir, but the discussion which you people are doing is really going overhead and I am not able to understand. Sir, first of all, please tell us what is mining? Once we understand that, then only we will be able to decipher the poetic and philosophical part of it. <laughs> you are absolutely correct, Mr. Webhav. I will answer your question. You see, mining is the extraction of minerals and metals from earth. Manganese, molybdenum, coal, copper, tin, nickel, bauxite, aluminium ore, iron ore, gold, silver and diamonds are just some of the examples of what is mined. Not only do mining companies prosper, but governments also make money from revenues. Workers also receive income and benefits. Sir, but uh, we have read in newspaper that some kind of mines are in connection with terrorist Naxalite activities. Oh, <laughs> that mine. You see, explosives are sown or buried under the earth or soil, which explodes when applied the pressure inadvertently by human activity. That's also a mine, but it differs from the mine that we are discussing here. Do you know the uses of various metals and minerals? Yes, sir. To a certain extent, minerals and metals are very valuable commodities. For example, manganese is a key component of low-cost stainless steel. It is also used to decolor glass, that is, removing greenish hues. Tantalum is used in cell phones and laptops. Copper and tin are used to make pipes, cookware, etc. And gold, silver and diamonds are used to make jewellery. Still more are there. You are absolutely right, Mr. Webhav. There is a saying about metals and minerals. It goes like this. Where there is cinnabar above, yellow gold will be found below. Where there is lodestone above, copper and gold will be found below. Where there is calmine above, lead, tin and red copper will be found below. And where there is hematite above, iron will be found below. You see, friends, our guest here, Mr. Webhav, brought me back on track since I had forgotten to introduce the topic itself. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Webhav. <laughs> Welcome, sir. But before we proceed, I request everybody to have tea and then again we meet her. Oh, yeah, sure. Mm. Welcome friends. Today in the afternoon we will see open pit coal mine. Tomorrow we will visit tunnel type coal mine. And day after we have a visit of manganese and iron ore mines. Hey, does that mean we are not visiting any of the mines today? <laughs> no Mohiniji. First we will gather the information today so that it will be easy for you to understand. Mr. Srinivasan has made audio-visual arrangement in the mini-auditorium to update you all. So let's go and see the videos. Oh, yeah, please come, please come. This side. 
वेलकम फ्रेंड्स नाउ लेट अस वॉच द ऑडियो विजुअल डॉक्यूमेंट्री अबाउट द नॉलेज ऑफ माइनिंग Welcome guests. Let's take a background knowledge about mining. The mineral industry in India is an important contributor to the country's GDP and foreign trade and also a significant source of employment generation. The industry is distributed all across the country and has operations in some of the remotest areas where it has also served as a sole source of infrastructure development india produces 89 minerals out of which four are fuel minerals 11 metallic minerals 52 non-metallic minerals and 22 minor minerals the mining leases are occupying about 0.21% of the total land mass of the country indian mining industry is characterized by a large number of small operational mines approximately 3000 mines friends as you just saw in this picture it shows that mining is a dangerous activity since miners have to toil hard underground to bring the precious metal ores or coal or for that matter the crude oil miners don't mind working in such situations since it is their bread and butter <laughs> shrinivasan sir mm. bread is earned by workers and butter is churned by owners <laughs> very sarcastic remark shamji but to some extent i agree but not fully how come don't you agree that workers are toiling hard in explosive and hazardous conditions friends we will have a question answer session later let me continue for now please as i have told you Mining is a destructive process but gives you precious commodities useful in our day-to-day -day life. The materials can range from common to precious and from inert to hazardous. Mining is the foundation of industrial civilization. The mines themselves can be small or very large in size. Sir, hmm sir sorry for interruption but for a good cause. <laughs> uh sir how many types of mines are there mr webhav i don't mind such kind of interruption well the answer to your question is that there are four types of mines let's take a look at the picture on your screen this picture is showing placer type of mine Placer mining involves any type of mining where raw materials are deposited in sand or gravel or on the surface and are picked up without having to drive use dynamite 
or any other significant means. The word placer means sand bank in Spanish. Specific types of placer minings are panning, dredging, slicing, using a rocker, or just picking up what lies on the ground. Now, have a look at hydraulic mine. Hydraulic mining involves high pressure of water. The water is sprayed at an area of rock and or gravel and the water breaks the rock up, dislodging ore and placer deposits. The water and ore mixture is then milled. As you can see, this is a very destructive way to mine and has been outlawed in most areas. Here is the hard rock on your screen. Hard rock mining entails digging into solid rock to find minerals, usually in their ore form, that is, metal and oxygen. To do this, miners use pick and shovels, rock drills, dynamites and more. Miners here dig either shaft that went straight down to follow ore bodies and wings, or tunnels which went somewhat horizontal into rock faces. Shafts usually have some sort of head frame standing above them to support the hoists and these shafts and tunnels are often supported with large timbers to prevent cave-ins. Most shaft or tunnel mines eventually flood as they hit the water table and water has to be continually pumped out. Sometimes there is so much of water that they have to abandon the mines. This is the picture of an open pit mine. Open pit mines involve digging large open holes in the ground as opposed to a small shaft in hard rock mining. This method of mining is most often used with minerals like copper and molybdenum. Open pit mines are very large and devastate the surrounding landscape as you can see in this picture. Mining operations of this scale were not done too often in the 19th century. Mining itself may occur on a relatively small land area. The associated infrastructure and pollution from mining activities have the potential to affect the health of ecosystems and reduce their ability to provide the goods and services necessary for human and environmental well-being. These services include the purification of air and water 
and the decomposition of waste materials. In order to be more environmentally sustainable, mining operations are increasingly conducted in a manner that minimizes their impact on the surrounding environment and thereby leaving mine sites in an acceptable state for reuse by people or ecosystems. A number of management strategies and technologies are being developed and used by the mining industry to reduce the environmental impacts of mining. Friends, as you just saw in the audiovisual documentary, water is used in a number of applications at mine sites. By diverting surface water and pumping groundwater, mining operations can reduce both the quantity and quality of water available downstream for aquatic ecosystems and other industrial and municipal water users, especially in areas with arid climates. In response to water scarcity in many mining regions, a number of innovative water conservation practices are being developed and implemented to reduce the wastage of water. Mining and metal processing can be very energy-intensive processes. For instance, diesel fuel is used by trucks and excavators during mining. Electricity is used to grind ore and refine copper and aluminium. And coal is required in order to smelt iron ore and make steel. Reducing energy consumption at mines can reduce greenhouse gas emissions and extend the life of fossil fuel reserves in addition to reducing operating costs and therefore the cost of the commodity being mined. Sir, I have a question. Hmm, please. See, mining activities use land at every stage of the mine cycle, including exploration, construction, operation, closure and post-closure. Vegetation is cleared for the construction of buildings, roads and power lines. Open pits or tunnels are dug to gain access to the ore and waste storage facilities, potentially leading to habitat loss and deforestation. What measures are undertaken for their sustainability? See Mohiniji, there are a number of ways to reduce the land use impacts of mining. Hmm. These include reducing the overall footprint of the mining area, minimizing the amount of waste produced and stored, maintaining biodiversity by transplanting or culturing any endangered plants found on site, mm -hmm. and planning mines around existing infrastructure where possible. Oh, oh. That's good. Okay. That's good. Although current technology requires ores to be excavated in order to produce metals, research in areas such as biomining offers the possibility of mining with minimal land disruption in the future. Impressive. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Srinivasan sir, hmm. what about workers' health? You see, our emphasis is to protect the health and safety of mine workers as well as people residing in the vicinity of mining activity. Ah, yes. Yes. Impressive. Uh, excuse me, Srinivasan sir. <laughs> yes, Mr. Sham. I have heard for the total reforms in the mining industry, 
Government of India is likely to enact a bill useful for sustainable mining. Uh, could you throw light on this bill, please, sir? <laughs> sure, sure. The bill seeks a complete and holistic reform in the mining sector with provisions to address issues relating to sustainable mining and local area development and benefit sharing mechanism to the people affected by mining operations. It is a major step forward which would bring about sustainable mining growth and transformation in the lives of project affected persons. Does it talk about profit sharing? Yes, it does. The bill talks about a profit sharing formula for the project affected people, that is 26% profit from coal mining and from other minerals, an amount equal to royalty paid in the previous year. And uh, what is the bill named? Uh, Mr. Sudarshan, okay. it is called Minerals Development and Regulation Bill, MDR 2011. According to this bill, the industry has to adhere to principles of sustainable mining to enhance mining industry's contribution to the larger goal of sustainable development in the country. And it advocates to operate within a sustainable development framework. Thank you. Thank you, Srinivasan, sir. <laughs> thank you very much for valuable information. Thank you, Mr. Webhav. And thank you, everyone, for listening so carefully. Thank you, sir. Thank, thank you. So, friends, be assured that when some of you visit the mines in India, the things are definitely on the progressive path. We will not get dejected, even if miner's wife sees. A gentle kiss to say goodbye. He sees the love within her eyes. Please be careful, she will always say. Don't worry, dear, it will be okay. He holds her tight and shows no fear. She holds him tighter, holds back heartier. Now out the door to earn his pay, she sits head bowed, begins to pray. God blessed her heart, he made her tough, with a will so strong and a gentle touch. A special woman to share a life, God's special gift, a miner's wife. Life must go on. You are listening to the 33rd episode of this science serial produced by All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasad. Titled Sustainable Mining. Coordinators were Dr. Chandar Mohan and Dr. B.K. Tyagi. Research and script Dr. Kishore Kulkarni. The episode was directed by Sudarshan Kumar. Presented by Bilal Chha. Recording and mixing Sharad Sharma. And the participating artists were. Nikhil Divar, Nitin Bhaseen, Vaibhav Srivastava, Sunali Boos, and Mamta Malkani. 
Hey listeners, please stay with us. Here are two questions for you. The lucky winner will get attractive prize from Vigyan Prasar. The first question is Indian mining industry is characterized by how many small operational mines? And the second question is What do you mean by bio mining? You can send in your answers by simple post. Our address is Sign Serial Life Must Go On. All India Radio, room number 615. New Broadcasting House, Sunset Mark, New Delhi 110001. You can also write on our email ID that is radio at the rate vigyanprasad.gov.in. Please do write in or mail us your full name, age, and profession. If associated with any science club, then do let us know the membership of your club. If you have any query or question, don't hesitate to write in to us. We will be back again with the next episode of this science serial. Life must go on. Same day, same time next week. Till then, goodbye.